Hello, welcome back to episode 290. I'm Mike, I'm here with Grizz, and this is Bad Taste Video. Yes, yes, we're going to Japan again. February will be our Japanese horror splatter gore month. Um, this week, we're kicking it off with Guinea Pig 4, Devil Woman Doctor, my second favorite guinea pig film. We'll eventually second. we'll eventually do my first favorite. That's going to be uh, part three, uh, He Never Dies. That one is fucking awesome. Similar vibe to this comedy. Not some sort of like intense pseudo like torture porn type thing, but it yeah. still has the same. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Like, uh, well, it has the same mystique as all the guinea pig movies do. You know, it's still it's still is part of the series that is notorious for uh, the original couple of films. You know, confusing yeah. the original Japanese public whether or not these were legitimate you know films that were being made or if they were actually entertainment purposes. Um, so it it falls in line um, with that lineage, but like you said, dude, this is this is more dark comedy satire. Um, this is really where this uh, this series falls into like my wheelhouse. This is you where know, you said the first slapstick uh, part three as well. Yeah, um, but you know, it, this this really comes into it here for uh, Doctor Devil Woman Woman <laughs> Devil Doctor. Uh, fucking... um, yeah, it's actually really funny how they decided after the second one um to just fucking go like in this odd route and then they kind of return um i guess uh the distribution company or production company or whatnot changed after this one and then they do mermaid in a manhole and um android and notre dame yeah those those two are also you know they're not just like torture porn type things they're actual films they have a plot and everything somewhat of a plot um The second one is the one that Charlie Sheen thought was real. Uh, that yeah. one is that one is fucking a wild one. Uh, I do not own one through three. I'm I'm halfway there. I got four, five, and six on tape. Um, I'm really looking for a copy of three. I'll trade for that. Um, part two, part one. I'll eventually get them. I can wait them out. Yeah, those are yeah. For um, sure. I could see where you know your your favorite one. You gotta I fucking put that. I, in it just never happened, man. I just I I have. Yeah. Um, the slipcase of part four, which is actually um, very, it's very rare um, for Japanese, you know, VHS tapes to be a slipcase. And it's very rare to have them actually have all the flaps too, which is pretty cool. Uh, um, I feel very uh, 
thankful. That's minty too. Dude. I like that. That's nice. It's, you know, it's got like a little bit of like sticker residue on the front, but it it's never see the fade from it though. It's not. It's not. Um. It's. It didn't take away. If if you're listening yeah. to this, I'm actually showing him the uh, tape right now. There's still the artwork underneath it, so there is a, a possibility of me eventually the blow dryer out baby <laughs> you know i could try hitting it with the heat gun we'll see if that works i'm i'm very uh, nervous sometimes fucking around with that stuff because you can make things worse um that's oh, why yeah. i learned to appreciate the rental stickers and all that sort of stuff because it adds character to the tape and it kind of gives it like Ooh. a little bit of a not not like a lineage oh. but it, it don't matter to me that's what i'm saying that it no. doesn't matter oh you want Trust it you cross that shit out, bro. That, that's that's some uh, that's some fuckboy talking. My opinion. <laughs> you, you, want, you want a mint, you want a mint copy of that tape? I mean, I don't want a mint copy, but if I have a copy that like, I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. A blockbuster sticker is gonna fuck your day up. Don't that, ever t- family video blockbuster. Don't even try it. I mean, although I have successfully gotten like some blockbuster rental stickers off the covers with minimal rash. I mean, you're gonna get. A small blemish here or there but i would take that over a giant fucking sticker because those assholes at blockbuster would just plaster over the best part of the artwork yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i always i always found with like the continental big boxes so yes blockbuster at one time for whatever reason was renting out continental big boxes um (laughs) but they always managed to put that sticker like right over the fucking artwork it's like why 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 like if I've become I become like semi-professional at taking those fucking things off, dude. Time, I, patience, heat, low heat, not a hot. You know, you can't go too hot because it'll fucking wrinkle the, the the cover artwork. Also, but a nice low heat, some patience, dude. Maybe a sharp thumbnail a little bit. Look at going. <laughs> you know, you get those things off. What about the actual uh, the security sticker on the tape itself? Oh, on the inside. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten those off too, but they always leave a fucking residue. Always yeah. leave a no that, matter what weird fucking fog. Yeah, those I don't care about too much. You know, yeah. Um, I just, you know, it, I guess it depends on the tape. Um, you can kind of tell when it comes to the actual case itself, um, if it will come off or not, um, depending on say like the gloss of the slip case or not. Um, is it like a piece of shit, like third run discount release of something that has almost right. like a matte finish? Like, that thing's from the 80s. Like oh, mass finish fun. isn't coming off, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can kind of tell, too, if, like, the condition of the actual, like, uh, the slip cover itself, uh, if that cover has been, like, exposed to any kind of moisture before, you're you're fucking done. You're not going to get that sticker off because, basically, that uh, that thin cardboard's already started to separate. It bonded. And it's only going to take, yeah, it, it's yeah. done for. So, like, it is a matter of, like, the condition of the box that you're getting it in, if you can peel that sticker off or not. I say don't fucking be afraid. You already got a fucking sticker on the thing. What's a little bit of fucking rash underneath of it if you can get most of it off? You know? I think it just, to me, it depends on the tape. Like, if it's something that's really expensive, like, I'm not fucking with it because you never know. You Those can are the up... ones that I fuck with, dude. Oh. Like, that's the... <laughs> I don't want to ride the That's the ones that, that I go shit, for, dude. man. I'm going to end up tearing half the front apart and I'm just going to fucking just... Well, I guess, yeah. well, I guess it doesn't really matter for me because I don't get rid of my shit anyway. It all stays yeah. with me. So, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in my younger years, I used to do that. Like, and when I would go thrifting, no matter what I found, if it was horror, I would take it and all that shit. I would trade yeah, them yeah. and everything. Um, as I got older, I was like, okay, like I really don't need to have. Yeah, I don't need six copies of Halloween Five. 
um, yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> There's probably somebody out there that wants Hellraiser one and two. Like, I'll leave it for them. Of course, you take the mean... fucking good shit. Like, that's a oh, that's yeah. a no brainer. Even if you have fucking a bunch of them, you still take the really good stuff, <laughs> obviously. Um, but holy fuck, man. Um, I feel like my hoarding days are over. I'm very selective when it comes to wrestling tapes. I'll take any wrestling tapes, but when it comes I will to say like, though, like, even from when me and you first started fucking hanging out, you definitely have like 180 on the, uh, your choices of like what you will, you know, go ahead and pull the trigger on. Yeah. Back in the day, me and you were just like fucking running and gunning. Like if we saw it, we were fucking getting it. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Like even say like 10 years ago, like, it wasn't as expensive. You know what I mean? Five, 10, 15, oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. You're not thinking twice about that. But like now, like a five, 10, 15, $20 tape is, is what used to be a dollar or 50 cents or whatever, you know, buy, buy five, get one, you know, whatever, or buy one, get five. That was another thing that was back in the day. But, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I have to, I don't, I have the space for it, but I don't want to fill it up with just things that I'll probably never watch or I could just fucking stream them. Um, just fillers, you know? Well, like bigger films, like shit, you know, Back to the Future and stuff like that. Like, I'll buy that on a Blu-ray. Like, I don't really need that on tape. You don't need like, the fucking VHS of that. I want, a good, I want a good fucking 4K release of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need a grimy looking fucking cut of Back to the Future Part 2. Like, it doesn't, it's not necessary to me. Will I watch my shitty washed out first generation uh wizard zombie tapes like yeah hell yeah like that adds like a whole That's other fucking bad. yeah that, that helps almost in some aspects yeah you know, but you know certain things i don't really need it on tape i i used to like really cling on to everything but i realized like it's just an unhealthy thing to save every single fucking thing you want like that it's just too much man it's too much you're growing you're it adds an up. adult this is awesome man well now when you go look at my my son grew up in front of my eyes and just become a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have two full, legit, like, room walls filled with tapes that are, like, three oh. deep. But now, the stuff that I add to it is at least worth, you know, keeping. Or at least, like, showing somebody, like, hey, man, I got this. Actually, I don't even show you guys when I get shit anymore. I just, it just goes What's in the wall. <laughs> it's, it's like the, uh, like, Indiana Jones when they're putting the Ark of the Covenant in the, in the warehouse. That's like you have to replace one. <laughs> well, that's like that's like me putting the tape into the wall. Like nobody knows where that. Like oh, somebody bought this on eBay. I wonder who has it. And it's just like me putting it into the wall, and you see like it just go. Shunk. Yeah, yeah. Me Sucks walk away stupid. with the one light fucking like dangling. <laughs> um, so before we get into this movie, I just want to say what's up to Brendan Timmons, Jane Doe from Tampa, uh, Machiavelli, Alan Cantation, as per usual. What's up, my man? Um, sealed horror VHS tapes <laughs> sell for a lot of money on eBay. My dude, yo, what the I, fuck? I have sold uh, sealed oh, VHS tapes. Hear the fucking stories of the money that people off of eBay. You don't even want to know. Yeah. You don't even want to know. And you know what? I will tell you right now. These 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 fucking these people buying those uh, sealed VHS tapes, getting them graded, that whole shebang is the uh the beginning of the end in my opinion of a lot of like great things here's my opinion here's my fucking straight up opinion on this because i'm very i'm very realistic when it comes to collecting shit and stuff i can't i collected comic books since you know forever and all that so i know the deal you want to be a reseller that's fine that's up to you 
It ain't your problem if people are getting mad about the prices. That's not your problem. It's the people that are paying it. That's it. That's all you can blame. Oh, I, I, they are yeah. the problem. Why? 100%. Dude, if I put a $100 bill in one hand and a $1 bill in the other, which one are you going to take? Don't, don't fucking lie to me. You're going to oh, take yeah. the $100 not bill every fucking time. Yeah. I don't mind that shit. The fucking sealed tapes, if you want to get them graded and spend five grand on them or whatnot, go for it. That's all for you. Get, it gives me another thing to go out and look for to sell because I don't care. It, I watch my it. shit. 100%. Um, yeah, dude. One thing I will say about the sealed tapes that I remember when it came to those fucking um, uh, uh, the Tales from the Quaded, those, those, all those sealed ones, they were moldy. And they're sealed. Yeah, 100%. So you may get something that is 100 yeah, percent factory sealed, mint, and everything, but that molded. tape is mold, and you're growing it. Yep, worth and, nothing. And it telling you right now, it happens more often than you fucking think with sealed tapes. Oh yeah, you, just because it looks pristine, I'm telling you, the conditions that they were stored in are fucking damp, and they yep. they mold so easily. It's so like I've, it, I've been so disappointed opening a fucking brand new tape that I got on eBay or some shit and it's ruined day Mold. one. Yeah. And you know what? That's why I don't buy new tapes like that anymore. I want to see the tape before I buy it. I don't because we watch our tapes. We exactly. were never people that are going to just watch. buy a brand new tape and put it on the shelf for like a, like a, a shelf queen or some shit, dude. That's just not. Yeah. Hey man. Of it. But if you know what you guys do, you, if you want to just fucking buy them to collect and resell and all that shit, Good, because you know what? That makes I'm gonna me- give you a noogie, motherfucker. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I promote anything that makes this shit go up. I got mine already. Fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Grits, this week, uh, Guinea Pig Four, Devil Woman Doctor. Um, I guess it's technically an anthology, right? It's uh, multiple segments uh, with a wraparound, sort of. Uh, we have a um, a host. And that's going to be the devil woman doctor who you see on the cover and all the artwork and all that stuff, uh, played by Peter, um, a drag performer from Japan that apparently is, is well known over there. Um, that's pretty fucking cool to see. Uh, like they're very, it's, it's cool to see that. Like I just, I was suspicious, but I didn't know it until I looked it up. I was, you know, yeah, (laughs) I didn't know. Well, dude, that shows like these people were just like, doing their thing they didn't give a fuck over there yeah. you know what i mean like this group that were making these guinea pig movies like were legitimately just they were living their lives doing the movies they wanted to do yeah. obviously this is not something that's going to be played in a movie theater on fucking you know uh saturday matinee but it's you know this this is dude this is probably the best kind of horror anthology where it's like it's a rapper. It's I think you just said it's hard to even call it a wraparound story because it's more of just like a um, a host that like is a part of all of like you know the stories in most cases, and I, I just think it's it's so much fun to like have this like uh, especially in this like setup where we have a doctor, the devil woman, and uh, she's basically gonna like showcase her different patients that you are gonna like see her different cases and stuff like that. Yeah, just that whole setup is just a, a great way to like have a story without putting too much story into these shorts. Like yeah. they can really just do wild shit and base it on a case file. And I think that just sets up like just a great premise for this whole thing to be built on. Yeah. It's almost like an, like a mockumentary mixed with like actual stories yeah. at points. 
because some of the things are like more story driven and others are her either interviewing somebody or like kind of just showcasing the person or helping them in some sort of way. And as you saw in the intro, um, she's cutting open the fucking doll and like the blood is just shooting out and you know immediately what you're getting into as soon as you see that. And the first story, or I guess the first case that we have is this family that has this <laughs> this syndrome where uh, when they get upset or angry or whatnot, it causes their heads to explode. Um, this is fucking awesome. They're also um, what the most disgraceful family in Japan or whatnot. Yeah, like, the, the way they make them upset is just like talking shit about each family member as like much as possible until the point where you, you get what we were just about to see right here. Yeah, and all these segments are only a couple minutes long. It's very short. The whole thing is 52 minutes long. So like really, each segment, what, five minutes or so, right? There's, I would That's say- shorter, I think it's a little longer, but yeah. around that. Yeah, so this one is um, just them basically like showing this family off. And then showing what happens when they get them upset. And they do something here that I find absolutely fucking hilarious. And you're going to know exactly what it is when it happens. So let me roll that clip. So this is the father. You bald piece of shit. <laughs> They're cursing at him. And his head just fucking oh pops. The mom, you indigent. <laughs> What'd you say? Her head, her head explodes. It goes on fire. Oh, you pretty baby. Are you an ape's baby? The baby's head the fucking, fucking baby's explodes. Head explodes. <laughs> oh my god! So as you can see, they don't give any fucks here. Um, they're not holding anything back. It does not look realistic in any sort of way. If you watch this, you're not going to be fucking traumatized by like the baby or anything. You. It, there is no real baby at all in this whole thing. Um, it, it just shows what kind of humor that they're going to have throughout this whole thing. Uh, it's very funny. The shit that they're saying to them, the one guy, they're calling him impotent and all that stuff. And that's what finally gets him like to go over the top and like his head like explodes. Um, one thing that I will say is that at the end, they show somebody else who has a similar condition, but it's if she gets scared her heart will explode, oh, but yeah. she's been, funny. she's been training. So, you know, she should be safe until the devil woman doctor just kind of like spooks her for a second <laughs> and her heart explodes. You see like the red in like her chest, like her shirt just becomes like, yeah. you know, Oh, that huge, like, like, it's like a fucking, like a uh, blood splatter, like from inside yeah. of her blouse. Yeah, she just uh, falls off effect. the fucking chair. Um, this is a well, great way to yeah. start the movie. Yeah, I mean, to tell you what, like, to have, like, the opening fucking line of this whole segment be, hey, you bald piece of shit, it made me pop so hard, dude, and every time I fucking watch it, I'm just like, hell yeah, we're fucking getting into it now. And he's wearing, like, a really obvious bald cap, like, with the fake hair. He almost looks like the fucking zombie in Dawn of the Dead that gets his head cut off by the fucking, uh, the helicopter blades where he looks like fucking Frankenstein. It's like, uh, it looks like Japanese Frankenstein, dude. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> um, Evil Dead Trap is the best Japanese horror movie, dude. Just wait, I got some. I, we got shit that you're gonna. Good. Yeah, we got Maybe stuff. Not that's, days, but we got some, some violent stuff coming up. <laughs> this movie is kind of like Video Violence Two with the comedy. Yes, 
I would 100% yeah. say that you're accurate with saying that this is like a Japanese version of video violence That's a great too. Compare. Well, yeah. video violence too is like yeah, well, either way. Um, you know, it, it's it's funny. So you got like I would say the big 3 of shot on video horror. America, Japan, Germany. Right? Those are those I would say are the three main players, right? And they're all very like distinct. The Japanese style. Yeah, like the Japanese stuff is like super high quality, usually. Like I feel like they like it looks like it's always done by somebody who went to an actual film school and like there's like a little bit of a budget or whatnot. I guess they understood that you can make money on this on the rental market with crazy shit like this. The, Jap- um, the Japanese stuff is very hyper sexualized in a lot yes. of their movies. Hyper sexualized. Like most of their movies. <laughs> hyper like insane violence in a lot of them. Like yeah, wait till we torture. This is probably the most tame movie that we're gonna do all month. It's um, a fun one. Just yeah. to, to warm things up. You yeah. know? But then like then you have like <laughs> Then you have like the, uh, like the German stuff usually looks like shit, but it's like over the top gore. The story is nonsensical. The acting is horrendous. It's awesome like music though. Always got a music great fucking great, soundtrack, but it's insanely entertaining for what yeah. the amateur nature of it is like part of the whole thing. And I feel like the Americans were like a mix of the two. Like oh, for sure, not like the actual video quality wise and everything. The final production, not quite to the Japanese standard, but like they still oh, no, had no, no, like no. that, like weird fucking low budget, like shitty basement tape type thing. You know what I mean? Like it's well, so funny. It here because we have such a bigger, you know, pool from like of filmmakers that were doing it. I think in America between the eighties that, that we know of anyways, um, you know, we have a handful of German, you know, shot on video uh, directors that we're really big into that we know about and watch and stuff. And, you know, we're really getting into the Japanese stuff. But, like, I just feel like the amount of people doing it here, it, you get such a, a, a large variety and a large crapshoot of really, really good and then, you know, really fucking bad. Yeah. You know, you, you get a lot of that where, I, like you kind of said, like, the Japanese stuff is so dialed in that even, like, the shorts that are, like, 20, 30 minutes are, like, fucking pieces of art is as violent and as sexual as they are they're they're pieces of fucking art man it's crazy well one thing i will say to you because i've been doing a lot more research into this for this month and watching a lot of shit i probably wouldn't have watched otherwise um there is a ton of shot on video japanese stuff that you've definitely never heard of but i will say the caveat is it's like a 50 percent horror 50 percent like porn porn type <laughs> deal. like it, it's it's such a strange like subgenre that they had over there um I, I don't know i don't know what it is like it's just it's very but then you have stuff like when we do biotherapy like you're gonna see like it's a fucking it's far better than it should be you know what i mean yeah. like it's uh it's just wild stuff but uh so the second uh patient that we have in this film he has an uncontrollable i guess hand or twitch well no he 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 has dr uh jekyll and mr hyde condition whatever they said where he has split personalities yeah one personality is hyper violent basically yeah and you see like the hand is going fucking crazy he's like all you know anxious and nervous and of course the devil woman doctor is here to help right and uh (laughs) 
she has a very unique way to treat his uh, symptoms. And we're going to see with that clip here. Um, anytime I see any sort of stabbing with a utensil, I always just kind of cringe. It's That's what just... it made me do too. Like, dude, especially like the second half of this clip, I'm just like, oh, fucking chills him. And it's not even like that bad, but for some reason, it feels like I'm f experiencing this pain myself. So she picks up a fork and stabs him <laughs> in the bad hand, goes right through into the table. He is like in shock and in disbelief. Um, the hand, though, is staying uh, is staying still currently. No longer attacking him, so she's helping. <laughs> He's all sweaty and shit. Oh. Like he looks like he just took a bath. Oh. She pushes it in even fucking further. You see, it's yeah, to bleed more. Gets me every time. I like eventually she starts flicking it when she's asking him questions oh, and talking to dude, him yeah, and so he's good. like he's like wailing every time she does it she's like fucking flicking it then then it ends up moving to his fucking leg so she stabs the leg and she basically just keeps stabbing this guy up until eventually she's like you know what maybe we could just work with it you ever try show business <laughs> dude, dude, that's, such a, that's how like it's so dark comedy but at the same time it's it's so camp. It's it's just ridiculous on the on like the surface of it. Like they do stuff like that where it's like, oh, we're gonna show you this like super violent, you know, attack from this doctor, but we're gonna finish it with like a a show tune looking fucking yeah person dressed up as Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde and shit. It's yeah, wild. doing like a a mime type uh, performance <laughs> in front of a crowd. Who is loving it? So our uh, our next patient has a very unique type of tumor. And it basically just like looks like Belial, right? Like the basket case fucking uh definitely has a basket case vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got this like tumor on his stomach that is a face. And it's called one of my uh, favorite. What what is what does she call it? Fucking hoppy froggy doggy syndrome or some oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Let's roll that beautiful this bean is footage. So, so weird. Human face Whitlow, a face-shaped malignant tumor. This guy's got like a very 80s, like Yakuza looking jacket on. Actually, he is Yakuza. Look at this fucking thing. Yeah. It's very polite also, unlike the hand. <laughs> that is the tumor uh, speaking, and its mouth is actually moving as it's fucking talking. And uh, it's such a bad puppet. It's not much moving, but it's, it's moving. It's so fucking funny because the guy's a dick, but the puppet thing, like the stomach tumor, is very polite and nice. So uh, eventually, <laughs> yeah, I did get that. It's pretty she, funny, actually. She convinces him to maybe, maybe don't get rid of this tumor, and uh, to take this act on the road. And they have a video of this guy dancing in public in like a square somewhere in Japan with his shirt pulled up over his head, making the thing's mouth move. People are putting <laughs> their hand in it and stuff. You could see this was hundred percent just done like in some random spot with just random people, like looking like oh, what yeah. the fuck is going on? This was not planned. All yeah. This is random passerbys and shit. Dude, imagine being a tourist and like you're looking at pictures, well, like you're looking at pictures of your parents who went to Japan in the eighties. There's a picture of like your mom with her hand in this guy's <laughs> stomach. It's like, 
what the fuck is this? It's <laughs> that'd like, be actually hilarious. That's man. that's actually fucking awesome. I really like this segment. It's really fun. There's no gory shit. It's just like super weird. It's just really like off the wall. Um, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think about it, this is like the perfect thing to follow up cutting moments with. It's almost like a, a, like a Japanese, like brother or sister movie to like something like that in a way. Um, and, and it really does take you from like that kind of, um, weirdness to like gory as fuck man it takes you to both places and those are the two best kind of and it, it's just like cutting moments did it take you to these really weird oatmeal fucking possession uh movie you know all the way to like something like the actual you know cutting scenes clip which was just Brutal. insanity if yeah. you guys haven't gone back and, and just watched that one you know segment alone of that movie you need to do yourself your favor and go back and watch it it's one of the hardest things i think i've watched in a long time dude like legitimately tough to get through at certain points alan cantation says quato from total recall yes oh there we go nice quade Um, (laughs) (laughs) so i believe the um the next segment is the cannibal segment um it's not actually a cannibal it is a buffet set up for cannibals this reminds me of something that would have been at like a camp video premiere you know what I mean? Like when they used to do those like things. Violence. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, if you're watching this, which you can do every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or go to our YouTube channel and watch previous live streams, uh, you'll see how cheesy or I guess uh, over the top uh, funny or slapsticky or I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. This segment is. It does not look real at all. The real highlight is the commentary done by the newscaster as he's like kind of describing what the deal is. Uh, so let me roll that. Yeah, so they have like eyeballs and uh, there's a jellied eyeball with a cockroach in it. Uh, they just left the cockroach. Yeah, it looks like a fucking, you know, Halloween store fucking cockroach. Same thing with this eyeball with the fly. The fly looks straight out of a fucking like quarter machine. Uh, the fake hand with the intestines, which are it's just actually a big sausage. Uh, Dude, this the, was my favorite, the fucking salad. The extreme, yeah, that looks like the uh, the zombie chef from hell fucking uh, cover. It looks very similar. Yeah. And it goes on and they have like, uh, you know, deep fried testicles and fucking all, they get, they get crazy with all the different shit they got on this table. And that's really the whole segment. It's just like this, like, uh, you know, pseudo news uh, cast of them, you know, coming to this first ever cannibal tasting that they're putting on for uh, the public to just come and enjoy. Like, if you're interested in coming to try human flesh, we've prepared all these different. Yeah. And at the very end of the sequence, like the leftovers of the body are like put on display in the middle of the table. And it's just like a half a torso with just guts <laughs> pouring out of it. It's, it's so fucking cool. And then you see the uh, the devil woman doctor, but it's an, it's not actually the devil woman doctor. It's a cleaning lady. But I like how they, they interview her and they're like, have you ever tried human flesh? And it's like, I haven't, but I believe my dad did during the war. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that segment was fun. It's very light. It's quick. That, that one's only like, you know, two, three minutes long. Um, 
just kind of like a almost like an interlude, I would say. And that brings us to uh, one of my favorite segments of this, and that's the zombie boyfriend slash husband segment. Uh, we don't have a clip from this one, but uh, I would Honestly, say I didn't know what clip would be the best one for this one to take because I mean it's not like a it doesn't have any like big moments of like you know hilarity or I mean that's a little bit but it's more of just like watching this boyfriend decay over this like the time period of the the entire sketch kind of a thing you know yeah so I thought it would be hard to like really capture what was so funny about this thing because it really takes a while for like the the whole the whole joke to set in for me throughout this thing, you know? Yeah. It's kind of funny. Cause it starts off with the devil woman doctor saying that like, she was unfortunately too late to help this one, but, and then like they show the story and, uh, he is a zombie and he keeps getting worse and worse and worse. But his uh, wife's like, yeah, I guess it's his wife. Cause I think they say that they're married at one point. Yeah, um, yeah, I believe so. His wife sticks by him the whole time. And, uh, there's one scene where he's out with, the cleaning lady who is actually the wife's mom and it's the devil woman doctor, obviously. And uh, they're like, they're drinking and eating in like this, like little restaurant type thing for whatever reason. It's like super unsettling. Like, cause he's, he's like, f- yeah, he's like fully decayed, but nobody acts like anything is wrong. They just say like, Oh, you smell, you're starting to smell. Nobody's like running away. Nobody's like screaming. He doesn't eat anybody. He doesn't do anything like that. It literally is just like a quote unquote love story, but the guy's a zombie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And, um, and like I said, the whole gag of it really is when we first see him, he looks semi normal. He's got a couple of, you know, facial abrasions and stuff like that, but he doesn't look, decayed at all it looks like a freshly dead guy and he's yeah. talking to his wife about how he can't go in and take a shower because like chunks of flesh are starting to fall off of him yeah, and shit yeah yeah so Makes like that's really like the the build-up of being like okay we see him as like freshly dead kind of passable in a way to that scene you're just talking about in that restaurant where it's a borderline mummy fucking sitting there yeah. like having um, dinner with them and there's like little subtitles. It doesn't have an English subtitle, but it kind of gives you like a percentage of his decay, right? Like oh, yeah. as the percentage goes up, he obviously looks worse and worse. And eventually it just kind of, there's like no real definitive ending to it. It's just like they, they leave the restaurant and that's really it. Right? Like that's yeah, it was uh, really it. <laughs> I was like, where, what? what that? I thought there was going to be like an ultimate like meltdown of his body or something at the end, but. No, that's, yeah, I kind of like that. So uh, the next segment is a very strange one. This one is the abandoned organ segment where this woman is walking by and she thinks there's a a kitten, I guess, an abandoned kitten in a basket. And it turns out to just be a pile of fucking organs that are uh, sentient. Roaming the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, it's basically like a dark city chase uh with these organs chasing this young woman and eventually the devil woman doctor comes to save the day right and she's able to catch this organ in like a fucking uh rubbermaid container <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's very like uh you know dead alive with the the organ monster that, flying that around movie and... that you know it, yeah it's very similar but this is just like it's gross looking dude it's pretty gnarly the music is good in this that oh 
<laughs> sets a mood for sure. Yeah, so she like sees this thing. I have no idea what that note says, but she opens the. Uh, <laughs> it's just a mass of organs, and it just jumps into her hands. Jumps in her head. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, <laughs> screams and runs. I like how it. T I wonder how they did that. I was thinking the same thing. Is maybe it's on a string and they're pulling it along or yeah, something. It has to be line. like a, a fishing line or something. But uh, right. it just kind of like like slides across the ground till it eventually just kind of gets tossed by somebody off camera against something. Um, it's a That's fun thing. I mean, it's really not yeah. anything longer than that. <laughs> it's a fun segment. It's quick. Um, she doesn't get killed by it or anything, which is kind of interesting uh, because. You know, the guinea pig movies are known for their brutality, their violence and all that stuff. But this one, like, it's not like the other ones where the women are getting fucking killed and all of them. It's the men in this one that are all getting fucking destroyed. Think about it. It is the big difference because usually the other way around in a lot of these Japanese movies, it's 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 typically not this way. So this is kind of a fun. I wonder if it's even like a play on some of that to be like, this is all we make. Let's, you know, make yeah. Let's do the opposite here, kind of yeah. thing. Well, like like you said, like before, like you watch movies like fucking Guzu and all that shit. Like it's it's the girl getting fucking, you know, felt up by this fucking monster and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like it's all shit like that. And this one <laughs> and in this one, it's it's the guys that are getting fucking cut up, beat up, bloodied, and all that. It's really kind of funny how they turn it around. And I really I like it. I really kind of like seeing it that way. Uh, you know, th this next segment here um, with the tattoo, man. Well, the, I, the next segment I, is I the guy it. is the guy with the vomit and the sweat. Oh, the the blood, no, the blood sweat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay, the next okay. One. So that that was another quick one too, where this guy basically <laughs> is like, whenever whenever he sweats, he, he bleeds out of his fucking, you know sweat pores because he has too much fucking blood in yeah, him. Yeah, it's too much blood. <laughs> so the doctor's like, we got to get rid of some of your excess blood. And, and, she, and he's like, oh, you're going to pump it out of me? She's like, no. <laughs> no. She says, no, that's too much work. Uh, Such a good answer. So instead, she pulls like a, like a Freddy Krueger or something, just kind of snaps her fingers and this guy just turns into a, like a, a blood, a blood fountain. That hair. This guy's like all like he looks like a you know Japanese salary man. She snaps her fingers. This spit up is just great. His his like blood to shirt contrast is fucking wild. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like super red. Playing this in. It's not like complete slow motion. It's kind of like a quarter speed or whatever that they're doing on it. It it just kind of adds this awesome like full like wretch effect whenever that fucking blood's coming out. It looks like it looks way more violent than it really is. Yeah. And then eventually, like at the end, he just like pukes onto the fucking camera, right? Like directly in front of it. I I loved it. I love this one. It's super short, but but. It has probably nothing on the ending of the next segment, and that is the tattoo removal. So this is a, this is kind of funny because basically the doctor is uh, seeing a patient who has a tattoo that has become sentient. Basically, it moves around its body, it, it changes its shape, 
it uh at one point it goes into the guy's asshole and then comes back out and points at it and shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's such a weird segment but her solution is to fucking don this freddy krueger glove another freddy you know thing going on here the last yep. segment and this one and uh you know she puts this razor blade glove on and she basically says look i'm gonna fucking remove this tattoo and uh you know she has to chase it around a little bit to get the job done but she ultimately does a pretty good job i think so she's chasing this thing around, cutting pieces off with her Freddy glove. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, she goes a little too far, though. He, uh, he sits up. He's completely skidded. He looks like fucking Uncle Frank, but more gruesome. That's a that's a pretty fucking gruesome looking. Corpse there, man. Yeah, like the way his like eyes are and the teeth. That's the one thing the Japanese do like really well in this is like the zombies always have the receding gums and everything, which yeah, is, I think they have a much better understanding of like the human anatomy and, and all that kind of stuff, man. They really fucking nail it when it comes to those things. All their prosthetics and everything always look fucking spot on. Yeah. And I, I really like the whole, like the white surgical room and everything. And this dude's sitting naked, hanging dong on the fucking table. <laughs> and uh, she's just cutting them up and it's wild ass tattoo. It's really funny because everybody like who ends up getting like killed or whatnot in this movie, like nobody's trying to get away. You know what I mean? Everyone just kind of sit there and just kind of like, oh shit, and that's it. Like it, it's yeah. really funny. It's super light. This movie's it's so super- matter of fact what's happening, you know. Yeah, this this movie's super fucking light. Um, you know, it's 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 very clinical in that way, where it's not like you're seeing kind of a conflict or anything. It's like you're seeing a doctor treat a patient or a group of patients. Yeah. Like it's super fucking clinical like that. Yes. And speaking of groups of patients, we're on to our last segment here. And that's these four gentlemen who each have a uh, very interesting, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, problems, ailments or whatnot. Ailments. Yeah. I think that's the ailments. Yeah. 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 You got one guy who's uh, able to stretch the skin on his body, including his nipples, uh, moles and his penile <laughs> area. His yeah. He had, a, oh my God. he had like one of those, uh, like the balloon animal balloons, like for a nipple, basically. Uh, one guy emits, um, he leaks air from his body and he shows this by smoking a cigarette and the cigarette smoke kind of just kind of emits from under his shirt. Um, the other dude, uh, is his heart dec- moves around. Yeah. His heart moves around his body. There's another guy who is decaying. Like his feet are like rotting away. Uh, but he yeah. also, uh, well, there's a guy who pukes up an egg that has, um, pukes up an egg that has puke in it, vomit in it. But then there's an alien in the vomit. And then the other guy says, I got you beat. I, I just, up, I just shit out a monster, and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Literally, shit out a monster. <laughs> Dude, this is like, where this movie really comes into its own. He's got a Rubbermaid container. This thing looks like real shit too. It looks like actual shit. It's like kind of talking too. It's making like a, but the other side that has peanuts in it looks like the deadly spawn fucking alien it does look like the deadly spawn alien dude i made that comparison also uh this <laughs> this movie's absolutely fucking wild uh, uh so r121 watts man if you go back in our catalog you will find 
uh at least one of the 731 unit movies in there what do we do uh we did man laboratory the of the devil no we did man behind the sun man behind the sun yeah, correct. yeah laboratory of the devil's good uh that's the sequel very similar to man behind the sun um black sun the train one is that the third the third one is the the one on the train where like the whole train gets fucking diseased and shit like that oh i think that's part three it's part almost positive which one is fucking uh black sun nanking massacre that's a fucked up one uh maybe that's four four i believe yeah. that's the uh, after the train one so yeah uh, but also uh to um you know machiavelli 420 dude you got to get on the uh the unearthed films you know, guinea pig series, man. Yeah. Bouquet of cuts uh, and gore. I would definitely recommend starting there if you're into that like classic guinea pig type of like weird, snuffy, tortury kind of thing. That's definitely a great place to start. We just did uh, Song of Solomon, another one of the guinea pig series. One of the wildest fucking exorcist movies you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, there's also um, Blood Shock and Sacrifice. Blood Those Shock. are the other ones. Yep. Um, I 100% think that they're doing a great job of. I guess um, keep keeping like the spirit alive way more like the first and second one, um, at least bouquet yes. of guts and gore and blood shock and sacrifice. Very similar to the first and second Guinea pig. Almost found footage, but not, but it's, it's like weird documentaries. Not, I mean, not even that just kind of like self-made footage of like torture situation, like, situation, like you know, that, that kind of thing. It's very shit. much to that first two, yeah, uh, traditional guinea pig movies from Japan. That's kind of like the lineage. I feel like they're trying to carry on. Yeah. They do an amazing job because then they do. Um, they did what's it called? Um, Song of Solomon. It's like just like this. Like they went and did an actual. It's a more of a movie than just you know violence great on movie. fucking camera. Um, I really like it. I think they're doing a great job. I hope that they do more. I, I wish we could be in those movies somehow. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that would that'd be fucking sick. I, I want I would be in that, and I would love to be in a, uh, what's it called? What fucking movies have I been watching? Oh, it's going to come to me. You want to know what movie oh, I always oh, wanted oh, to oh. die in? What? Those fucking, uh, the... Oh, the ones where like, just like random shit happens. Like, isn't like Devon Sawa in them and shit? Oh, Final uh, Destination. Final Destinations, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see like how I would die in a Final Destination. Yeah, you, it's a great would, film to die in. You 100% would, um, you'd be hitting the bong. You're fucking. I knew it would. You'd, 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 you'd be hitting the bong while that's happening. Uh, Tater Tots fucking knocked over a water bottle, which spilled on the floor. You're going to slip as you're hitting it, and the bong is going to get fucking shoved through the back of your head as you hit the table. Boom. Oh, dude, killed by what I love most. That That's is it. truly poetic, man. That's I it. like that. And and there's and it's oh, still going to be smoking when it comes out the back of your head. That's going to be the... And, oh, dude, and then, and then the fucking dog is like licking the bong water up yeah. after I'm laying there dead for like yeah. the extra effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Smash cut. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i uh it finally came to me hotel inferno one through three i've been watching those movies first person um like a doom type fucking movie um just crazy gore crazy violence the story gets crazier and crazier it's all it's early fun 2000s? what what time period early 2000s mid nice. that mid 2000s to current they're still making them there's a fourth in cool. production oh nice it's really, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, 
But this movie, uh, Guinea Pig Part 4, ends with a very light slash fun, I guess, uh, uh, like a, not outtake, but it's pretty much everybody who worked on the film is Credit like involved sequence, in this. That's just kind of campy. Yeah. You know? And what Obviously. they do is they give everybody an iron pie. So what this is, is like how you'd get like the, the cream pie, you know, thrown in you your all face. all about that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of that, it's a, uh, it's a plate of nails and everybody's getting smashed in the head and the face and the chest and every time they get hit like you see the blood splatter everywhere I love, that's my favorite one in the fucking chin he gets it dude yeah every, uh, you, could see, you could see like the nails bending as they do it too there's one girl <laughs> that they do it to and she starts fucking laughing and like at oh, first yeah, so she's trying to like keep a straight face like it's supposed to be kind of serious and then she's, she just can't it's Die. like so fucking ridiculous yeah. um grizz i absolutely love this movie it is so much fun um it's not serious at all the violence is like crazy at points but it's like in a fun way and it's not in like a i don't know it's fun it's really just like a like a peter jackson movie where like there's tons of gore and violence and stuff, but none of it seems mean. You know what I mean? Like none of it. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Like you, you wouldn't watch this and have a fucking nightmare. You know what I mean? Like it's not scary. It's not. It's literally a. Uh, it's a slapstick horror. It's comedy. ridiculous through and through. Like there's yeah. no. There's nothing serious in this movie that would no. make you be like, oh, this is. This isn't really that shocking, minus the fact that like, oh, there's a shit monster and stuff like that, and yeah, some dude pulls his like foreskin out like five feet from his body. Like other than that, there's like really nothing that's just like, oh my god, this is so violent and all that. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, overall, I think this is a must-watch. I would say that this might be a bad taste video hall of famer. I think. Yeah, Guinea I was Pig gonna say that is... myself. I mean, this is this is killer, man. This is probably my favorite of the Guinea Pig series. Yeah, um, eventually, it, it really just hits my sensibility. Eventually, we'll do part. Uh, we'll do part three, and I'll be pumped. That's my favorite. Uh, that's a I really love fun in a manhole eventually too, man. I, 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 it's, it's a different direction, but I think it's it's a great you know entry into the guinea pig series. Well, man, we got we got six movies, right? There's six of them that we can do. Uh, we got two of them well, down, them four to go, yeah. and we got a bunch of the Americans uh, American ones left. But Grizz, um, that brings us to next week, uh, next Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Video Podcast. We will be covering the 1992 Japanese. I don't even know what the fuck you want to call this, uh, <laughs> but that's going to be all night long. Another movie that spawned multiple sequels. I have a couple of them. Uh, the second one is fucking wild. The third one's pretty wild. It gets like everything else turns more and more into um, like porn, I guess, as they go on through the numbers. But this one is where it started. This is just, it's 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 not gonna fucking send you to the loony bin. But this kinda is a uh, a, a quite a different movie than Devil Woman Doctor. Oh yeah, I mean, this is. I think this is a great introduction to like what the direction of like you know the Japanese stuff kind of goes in outside of like what we just watched what we've been talking about with like the sexuality the violence it, it, it peaks in this movie a little bit but it, it kind of shows what direction especially this series is going to go in in the future because this like you said man this series gets 
It gets crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. Can I show the? Uh... Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be careful what you put up yeah. on there. Uh, we'll just go into. There, there we go. go. Yeah, this is gonna be a. Let me read that to you guys here. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a wild one. So yeah, it's going to be next Tuesday night at nine o'clock on our YouTube channel. So Grizz, we're heading over to the wide world of metal right now. Running a little late this time. Finally, man, we uh, we just really like these fucking Japanese horror movies. What can I say? So what do we have this week, Grizz? Man, uh, we are dipping into a band from uh, uh, Santa Cruz, California. I'm pretty sure it was uh, that. To me, man, I have I've brought a lot of things to the table here. This might be my personal favorite. Damn. Like, dude, there's something about this band and the the way that their music is composed. I told you, man, this is like listening to like uh, an Aborigines fucking tribal people playing death metal. <laughs> it's fucking it's wild. The band is called The Pingus. It's uh it did the, the the artwork for all the band stuff is amazing the uh just like the conception of all the band stuff as far as like the names of their albums their songs i'm just absolutely fucking smitten with these motherfuckers dude not to mention it's got one of the most badass chicks on fucking vocals that you will ever fucking hear this girl destroys on the fucking microphone dude i didn't even know this was a was female vocalist away. didn't even know you would never know let's you would uh... never know dude Let's let's run the first song that we have here, Aqua Genesis. Uh, all their song titles ha are fucking awesome too. In this, right? They they all have really good names. And this is off the self-titled as well. This is the, it's uh, Depigus Depigus album. Also, by the way, this one's a ripper. Like everybody can fucking shred in this. Uh, Grizz, how do you spell it? Uh, I will tell you uh, right now. <laughs> the name uh, it's D D I P Y G U S. But it is pronounced depigus, which is actually like a deformity that you get when you were born with like extra legs and shit. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> See, these dudes like, they shred. This artwork is fucking awesome, too. It is a shred. I like the bass tone in this. This is one of the first albums where I was like, yo, the bass tone is sick. vocals just insane yeah that's that's fucking awesome man uh it was so good that you actually glitched out for a second and like transported like slightly over no, to I, was, right? yeah, I thought i was stroking <laughs> <laughs> it was wild um i'm coming back slowly everything um, but dude it, like you just said the bass tone holy fuck man it's a the mean, bass in this album is bass, probably bro. the best part this album and it sticks out which is great it like really sticks out which is which is unlike a lot of these albums like where you kind of feel it like this you can actually hear what the fuck this dude is playing dude i feel like this bass almost sits on top of the mix even more so than the vocals do at certain points it really like I agree sets itself apart yeah it's it, got a it's got a really great production part, yeah uh it's a fucking four piece which is fucking that's crazy dude. that's awesome and, yeah. and she yeah. just sings only sings she sings. That's Only awesome, sings, man. That's awesome. Um, the next song we have is Okapi o o o o Skunk Ape. Is that Okapi? I think that's probably what you mean. Yeah. Okapi yeah. Skunk Ape. The shit. <laughs> I knew this was going to be like right up your alley too. The I love this. Numbers. I want to see this live. This is sick. 
continuing. The way they come out of this, too. That face. Dude, what the fuck is this, man? Dude. What, what genre it, would you... It's like death metal, obviously, but like... That's what I was trying to tell you. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on sometimes, man, because it's like, it, it is death metal, 100%. But it's like, it, it's so original. It's so unique. Um, the There's a fucking, like, an 11 or 12-minute song on here yeah. that is, like, mind-blowing. Like, it's it's awesome death metal at parts, and then it kind of goes into this, like, weird tribally fucking dude, thing this, in the middle, dude. And it's, like, got synth layers on it and shit. It, this it, shit Amazing reminds- band. Not like, not necessarily like exactly sound wise, but just like when I listen to it, has the same feeling as like fucking King Gizzard, where I'm like, what fucking, what genre is this? You know what I mean? That's like, a good comparison though. Like it sounds like metal, like it sounds like death metal, but then like it does this. Like what the fuck is this? <laughs> In the way that they like, they switch from like one part to another. It's it's, it's so like just an original idea of how they put this stuff together where it's like, it's unexpected, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Every like turn in a song that it, it shifts to, I was like, dude, I didn't fucking expect that to happen <laughs> at all. And then like, yeah. it shifts back to something that's like, it, but it all fits so well that like each song kind of tells this wild fucking story. Um, and dude, like I said, the, the, the concepts behind their songs and stuff, if you look into this band at all and you, you read into some of like, they have like certain, like they have like a song called like uh, point pleasant, West Virginia, all about like the fucking the Mothman and shit yeah. like that, dude. Like, yeah. So like they have these different location songs and stuff, and just it's really fucking fun death metal at the heart of it. I think that's why I'm so drawn to it. Yeah. It's it's well thought out. It's 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 fucking well executed, and it's original as fuck, man. Yeah. And uh, the last clip we have here is from Perverse Termination, which is actually probably the most normal song title uh, on this album. By far. like this shit is almost like bass metal that shift right there we'll never see that coming i can't get over the artwork i'm like looking at all the faces of the things like the monsters and shit all the the monsters yeah the cave people i believe it's six slice that does all the fucking the artwork for them and shit like that this band is um heavily influenced by horror movies man they got a great live video um up from a that they put together dude that just features like uh deadly spawn clips and shit like wow. that dude like it's our people man yeah, they're they're fucking they're dialed in man they're definitely our people um like i said the band is called the Pigus. um this album is their self-titled uh album but they have a huge catalog they put one out last uh, year called wet market that fucking album is <laughs> it, it's incredible <laughs> dude i'm telling you like this one is amazing dude wet market i think is is a really fucking solid album um, uh, they did a split album, um, Oasis of the Zombies. You'll fucking, you should listen to that track. I'll man. check that, that out. We'll get into. Alan Cantation. Um, new, and then they did another one. Oh, what was that? A new Ghoul EP. Oh, dude. Yeah, Ghoul fucking rips too, man. I haven't even thought about that band in a, a few years. I used to see him with Guar like all the fucking time back in the day. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Guar, like back when like Dave was alive, they fucking toured with him and shit, dude. Oh, I didn't so, know that. That's um, cool. But yeah, like I said, also another album this band has, Bushmeat. I think that's one of their original <laughs> fucking albums, man. And uh, dude, like I said, this this everything is just so conceptually fucking awesome with the Pigus. I'm kind of like fangirling over it because, like I said, this is probably a new obsession of mine. Uh, this is going to be a new favorite band for a while. Can't be, can't beat Acid Mass for me, man. Sorry. 
our boy, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, dude, this was this was fucking awesome. This week was awesome, man. Good movie, good album. Um, um, two heavy recommendations. But Grizz, I think our time is up. Uh, I see the. Uh, I'm getting the. We're on time, baby. I'm getting the. I'm getting the <laughs> signal from the producer over there, uh, aka. Short. <laughs> I'm just. I see fucking you know Elvis Presley sitting in the corner as ghost. He has a, he has a mirror yeah. across from himself and he's looking he's at. Waving at me, going like this. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, but Grizz, next week we're going to be doing all night long, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash at Bad Taste Video Podcast. Please subscribe, follow us, like our videos, go watch the old live videos too. Uh, anything that you hear on the podcast stream. We were well, not everything, but really within the last what? How many episodes? Uh, we've done it live. Oh, you no, could shit. see the you could see the clips. Uh, we're coming up to episode three hundred. We're gonna have to think about something for that. Uh, but before we get, get the hog out for three hundred, dude, uh, we might have to pull like out the all the stops, go. all the stops for that one. Um, yeah. Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Cade underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideopodcast.com. What did I say? www.badtastevideopodcast.com. Yeah, now now I say it and I don't yeah. even fucking think about it. Uh, we have a Patreon. <laughs> if you want to just kind of donate money to us so I can pay the bills and it doesn't have to come out of my pocket anymore, that's fucking great. But we do have some stuff up there. I'm going to put a couple more things up uh, this week that I recently uh, acquired and I don't want to get in trouble by putting it on the YouTube. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening at home, though. Thank you, everybody, for coming to the chat room to talk with us. Alan Cantation, you, you fucking rule. Man, you guys ruled. Yep. I uh, want to shout out all our friends, Laser Grave Podcast, EK. What's up, dog? He's got an album uh, that he's... Th did you see his... The gold blood relation stuff, right? Yeah, dude. That gold... I love the gold cassettes, man. That's such a good fucking idea. His his he's like a fancy boy, dude. Guy. He's fucking like the the layout and like the actual like the what do you, what do you call that? Yeah, well, like the the, the design they're, of his. They're, they're fucking. It's fucking awesome. They're actually artists. They're it's fucking true. legit artists over there, boy. It's true. They're doing what Living, they're doing. That's it, man. That's it. Uh, Dead with my friends podcast. Uh, they're putting out a new episode by the time you listen to yeah, this. Yeah, the first one of 2024, I believe. Yeah. So fucking definitely check uh, check our boys out over there. I believe it's the thing, right? Is that what they're covering? Yeah. Hell yeah. Booyah. Uh, but I want to thank listen everybody. To episode and then go listen to our episode right after. How about yeah. that? Double yeah, fucking whammy. Uh, so I just want to uh, thank everybody for coming. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week with all night long. And if you're going to watch it ahead of time, don't watch it with your kids and probably don't watch it with your parents and or <laughs> people that don't watch uh, fucked up horror movies already. All right. See you next week. Goodbye.